Rachel Amato uh, played a clip from the Windsor debate of Senator Tim Scott that came out and said, oh, America is not a racist country. The, ble- the black Senator Tim Scott, this is. America is not a racist country. And, uh, you know, it's all is great. And then she brought on RNC chair uh, Michael Steele, who was the first black RNC chair. Actually, he was placed there to sort of uh, uh, to counteract Obama at the time. He didn't last very long. I think after two years, he was gone, something like that. But anyway, she wanted to hear uh, Michael Steele stance on what Tim Scott said. But more profoundly, she wanted to figure out what his thoughts were of the Republican debate. I could have told you what he would say, because the Republican debate, one would think these people lived in an alternate reality. And then there's Trump. And of course, Trump himself lived in yet another alternate reality. And uh, it was just a mess. But I think Michael Steele perfectly illustrated the problem with the Republican Party. Check this out. Then we'll take it on the other side. America has suffered because of slavery, but we've overcome that. We are the greatest nation on earth because we faced our demons in the mirror and made a decision. Our nation continues to go in the right direction. It's why I can say I have been discriminated against, but America is not a racist country. Never ever doubt who we are. We are the greatest country on God's green earth. Former RNC chairman Michael Steele. Tell me why that moment it spoke to you from the debate tonight. It didn't. It was a load of, <laughs> it was a load of crock. Black man sitting up there talking about there's no racism, there's no discrimination, so discrimination, no racism. This this debate was just a farce. I really, I've been sitting here listening to you folks, and I have to give you all plaudits for actually trying to do analysis of what was the most amazing crap show we have seen of a debate. And I've done a lot of debates in my 45 years of politics. Um, This thing was an embarrassment. It was a national embarrassment. It was a political embarrassment for the Republican Party. Um, And Donald Trump didn't have to show up. There's no reason for Donald Trump to even come near these folks because they can't touch him. He'll be at 60% in two weeks, sure. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. And the reality, when you have a candidate who can't talk about slavery, when you have two candidates arguing over curtains, when you've got another candidate sitting there saying, you know, yeah, Putin's a bad guy, but I still love him, where where do you go? You're standing in, in political hallowed ground at the Reagan Library, And this struck me more than anything else. You have these guys standing here in this library. Reagan took Russia to task. Reagan Reagan bankrupted Russia, put it on its knees, broke it. And not one of them could even talk about that. Not one of them could connect that dot to this current moment of what's happening with Ukraine. And that says a lot about this this troop of candidates and the state of this party. Um, and the other thing, the other takeaway for me, Rachel, Democrats, I don't know why the hell you are tied with these people. How does that happen? What are you doing? Why can't you communicate coherently to the American people, you got this and then you've got what we've done? 
over the last two years. I don't get it. So this the whole campaign is setting itself up to be a Donald Trump bloodbath um, on the Constitution, on democracy, because he's going to continue to appeal to the lowest common denominator because seemingly no one knows how to counter that narrative. Michael Steele could not have been more right. The, for all practical purposes, the Republican primary is over. And it's over with Trump winning in a landslide. And Trump intends to have, as Michael said, a bloodbath. In uh, it, It's going to be a, it, who could get to the bottom of the pail quicker to determine who is going to win the election of 2024 if we allow him to do it. What needs to be done, of course, is quite a bit different. What we need to do is fight with all cylinders flowing uh, for a change. The Democrats need to leave what they are normally used to use, which is ivory tower consultants. And they now need to go into the communities effective now. They need to go to the social media influencers uh, effective now. They need to go to the independent progressive bloggers and news stations effective now. If they have any inklings of what Republicans have done over the last several years to actually affect their their brand and allow the cauterization of their beliefs into the minds of people. That's what they've done. They've infiltrated every aspect of your life. The progressive consultants out there in their ivory towers in Washington think they can throw a few commercials on air, a few ads on air, a few radio programs, a few ads in a newspaper, whatever, and think they're going to make a difference. That's not how it's done. Michael Steele, uh, you nailed it on the uh, Republican debate. One hopes that Democrats would look at things in such a manner differently than they did before, because you know what? They're going to need to. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.